Welcome to the Power Women in Insurance Show with your host, Teresa Kitchens. Join us as we laugh, talk about hard issues, support each other, and make our industry and our world a better place. Let's go. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another amazing episode of the Power Women in Insurance podcast. Today, we are talking about team. We're talking about our team. We're talking about how to be able to build teams. And today, I have Lisa Brady, and she's with us today. And she's with Brady Insurance out of Indiana. And she is rocking it in this hard market. And that is not easy to do. So, Lisa, welcome to the podcast. Oh, I'm so excited to be here and share and how to give you some fun tips. This is going to be good. I love it. It will be. It will be. And, you know, I think you and I are in a Facebook group together. And we hear people all the time talking about how their team is just really struggling right now. Their team is, you know, it's hard to keep people. That you're having a hard time retaining a team. They're having a hard time training a team. They're having a hard time keeping spirits up, right, during this hard market. Tell us a little bit about your agency and give us a little bit of background about you as we kind of get to know you as we start today. Okay, awesome. So I have been in finance since pretty much I was 18 years old, from banking to mortgages to insurance. And I have sold everything from long-term care to annuities to life insurance. And now I love the PNC world. I just feel like I protect people. I'm there when I need them. There's nothing like, oh my gosh, the you know, I can't do that because there's something for everyone. And I really, really just enjoy helping everyone. I came from a captive um, insurance agent in my prior career, and I started Brady Insurance in 2019, right before COVID. Yeah. I do have, uh, we've grown really rapidly. As a matter of fact, that's what everybody tells me. I had no idea what that looks like. I just knew what I wanted to do. I love people. I love helping. So I jumped in. My understanding with all the carriers, it's like, wow, you're you're doing exceptionally well. Can't believe how fast you've grown. But I keep my selling sales staff to a limit, but overdo probably a little bit more on my service staff to keep my clients happy. Mm. Right. So when you say you overdo a little bit on your service staff, does that mean hiring? Like you have like kind of a, like an extra person to to fill in. What does that What does that mean for you and how you run your agency? So. One of the big words I use in my agency is we have to be proactive. So I overstaff and I keep an extra person to make sure that we are reaching out to our clients with everything that we, if it's even a birthday, if it's an anniversary, if it's a, oh, we need to rewrite this or the customer's having some issues. My my whole goal is I truly believe people want that people interaction, our clients do. And we keep my, I keep us overly staffed to make sure that they are taken care of. The one thing I don't want is somebody saying, I'm too busy, I can't handle that. And we work together. So if we have a service peer person that's handling a a tough situation, our salespeople jump right on. They're a team player. Vice versa. If, If our sales team is, you know, working really hard or out doing some community involvement, our service staff takes that quote and gets it ready for our sales team. So we work and we team build a lot. So that's something else that we might get into, but we do a lot of fun activities to make sure that we all feel valued, appreciated, 
and that no one is any better than anyone else. That, and so we do a lot of team building, a lot of fun activities in our office. I love it. I love it. So when you are mentioning, you know, being proactive, right? And let's kind of start there because there's so many aspects of this thing I kind of want to kind of want to go through because as an agency owner, I see the struggle in my team that not only are they tired and stressed, and now I love your idea of adding in that extra person. I always wonder if that would be a really good idea for me. And I haven't really gone that direction. I have really great people, but I do feel like some days they are a little bit more active than they really should be. Like things get a little tough. Like sometimes we get behind one or two things here and there. Absolutely. So how does your team react to that? I mean, to having an extra person on, I mean, what is this person kind of a, like you mentioned, you guys kind of help each other to be able to get things done. It is this person, is this extra person kind of a floater to be able to help get those things done? Or do they have like a standard position? Or I guess one of my, one of my questions is just, how do you manage that person in their role when you have, you know, because everybody needs a little extra something at some point versus sales versus service. And there's so many different roles within each of that, the training process and being able to have somebody as an extra that really knows what they're doing across the board might be kind of challenging in my mind. It is very challenging. We all are cross-trained to help everyone else. So absolutely everyone needs to know how to do every bit of it. Are they going to be perfect at it? No, but they need to know enough. That way when we're busy, somebody else can take and pick up. It has actually worked really well. So my CSRs are not divided by alphabet and then they're more diversified by their personality and by what I feel like that they're really good at. So I review, I've been reviewing every year of what's working well with them and what's not working well, where their comfort zone is. I always tell, this is kind of funny, but I always tell Caitlin, you're too cute to go behind the door. So you're going to always be the receptionist. (laughs) You know, she, she just has that warm invite. You know, she invites people in, she's warm She's sweet. She calms down the environment when they walk in, you know, and that just helps the next step. And so I, that's how I do it. So I have one person that she's really great with working with those tough underwriters, you know, Caitlin's sweet and they would tear her apart where Brandy will cross cross-question them. You know, why do you think that? What do you need? Exactly. Please tell me, you know, exactly what you're looking at. And, you know, just getting down to the nitty gritty where Caitlin can do it. And she, if she needs to step up, she can do it. But at the end of the day, that's Brandy's job. Uh, Same with the rewrites. You know, those are tough calls sometimes when you know that something's getting canceled and we need to move them, especially if it's going to bring a higher payment. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you got to know your personalities. You got to know what works for them. I think if they know that they're being a team and they're being valued, they will step up to the plate mm-hmm. and they they will do it. And especially with the workforce the way it is right now, we can't keep paying and paying and paying. So what motivates them to stay with us? Yeah. I think it's that team building, feeling valued, uh, letting them know, you know, we do a lot of role play too. So, uh, where there's, you know, I have one um, agent that's very good at role playing and showing them how to interact with the customer and showing them, you know, how the customer's feeling and taking that and making that part of solving the problem. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
So that works really well. So yeah, they're all cross-trained. They have individual jobs, but we are cross-trained to be a team. I even have a marketer that answers the phone and takes, you know, she's full-time marketing. That's all she does. And she's trained to be able to take a payment and fill in where she needs to. Okay. That's nice. So she's she's able to do a few a few things to answer the phone, you know, help out in that time of need if needed. But she does have technically a role outside of service or sales. Yes. And that is going to be that's the other thing that I want to say is you keep that presence out there through this hard market. It's not going to hurt you. Yeah. 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 And I love I love the proactiveness of being ahead of the market, too. So not only just your team and what's going on with your clients, but also looking to say, hey, we're not going to be in this hard market forever, right? This nope. is a season. And I think that especially people who haven't been in the insurance industry for a really long time, like they haven't seen some of these. Like I I came in in a hard market. Texas had the mold crisis back 20 years ago. That's when I came in. A lot of insurance companies were not writing new business at all. But I kind of came in during a hard market. But, wow. yeah. you know, it's it's one of those things where as we bring our team into this industry, it does change constantly. Mm-hmm. And they need to know that and understand that not just changing as far as technology goes, as far as like the carriers and so forth, but the product is constantly changing and just the culture of insurance is constantly changing. The buyer's mentalities change too and how they buy products. So you got to stay up with what the buyer's uh, mentalities are, you know, what they're looking for, what they want. That changes. It changes by generation. Also know your generations. Everybody buys differently. And I love having a diversified staff where I can say, hey, you're 30 years old. What are you looking for? What would you look for if you were if you were looking? And once again, those are in our meetings. We do huddles every day. And that just kind of gives us, a, you know, an idea of what we're going to go for, what we need to do. Just put it out there because you don't know what somebody's struggling with. Right. And just help them. Yeah. Right. Right. So what do you do to to really keep them happy? I know you mentioned you guys do a lot of role playing, helping with some of those solutions. You're proactive. You have the 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 operations in place that help people to deal with challenges. So I know that helps people to feel very empowered. But what are you doing in your office that's fun? That isn't just this constant work, 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 work that is a little bit more joyful, right? Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing in your office for that? So. Oh, there's a bunch of things that we do. I actually, um, that's part of my little, my marketer does a lot of that too. I try to help with that. She gets uh, a lot of text messages from me when I'm brainstorming at nighttime. But what, like, for example, we have fun days in here and we base it maybe on what the calendar says is happening. We had pajama day two weeks ago. We all wore our funny pajamas in and we posted pictures of that and So we also do little competitions or if we're doing a really great week, we start ringing the bell or we start putting, um, you know, we play games just to, you know, liven it up. We also right now we're trying to update and make sure we got all kinds of proper contact information for everyone, correct information. Mm -hmm. So right now we're passing around a ball if we hear somebody ask, hey, let me make sure I got your correct name and phone number and and they're getting prizes for that. Community involvement, we bring that in and have fun with that. So when there's something out there that we know that's fun, we make it a team effort and we make it fun for the for the community as well. Some okay. stuff like that is when we ask it 
sponsor a golf outing, we don't just sponsor it. We put up a table. We have some kind of photo booth. We make sure they're having fun. And everybody in the office gets to be involved in that. And so it's not just a sales team. We make time out for the service team to go out and interact and put a face to a name as well so that they have fun. We dress up to take gifts out to our referral partners. We have probably probably 70 to 80% of our business comes from mortgage and real estate. And that's because we go out and we have fun. You know, if it's Thanksgiving, we dress up as turkeys and we go out and take them a pie. Or, yeah, and just some, and, and they take pictures with us. They like that. They put it on Facebook. We do a lot of Facebook postings of the office and having fun. We do carry-ins. I've, like I said, dress-up days. We also do in-house training where I close the office. We do a training, have dinner, and then we go do something fun. And oh, we do that quarterly. Yeah. So if we if it's something that I feel like, oh, everybody needs to be involved. This is going to take a while. That's what we do. And so the, they really like that because it just kind of helps in this hard market to kind of let them know that they're valued and that, you know, that that you have to have fun in it because if you're too serious, it's going to break you. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think sometimes we get so busy doing the work that we don't take the time to plan in fun. Do they hold you accountable for that? I know that you said your marketing person is kind of the one who's kind of in charge of that. I give so tunnel vision someday. Yeah. And the idea of planning, you know, an outing for this quarter, it's like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. And then it just never gets done. Right. Um, as us business owners, we have a lot of hats and yeah. we are tunnel vision. All we're thinking about is business. Like I'm not an interior decorator and they're after me to decorate our office. It's like, you get somebody else to do that. Yeah. But that's why that she, Bethany, my marketing, I'll give her the idea and I say, just go with it. This is what I want to do. Just go with it. And then we meet every Friday and kind of go over everything, what's going on. Right. So, like I said, hey, we need to do something fun at Christmas with the elf. So every day we came in and we hid the shelf, uh, the elf, and everybody had to find it. And then we posted where our elf was on Facebook. And we, yeah, I mean, it's just something that you got to be creative. We do that also with our COIs. You know, we hide things. Um, We play little wars with them and have competitions with them. You just got to, yeah, you just got to keep it just really light because us business owners, the owners, we tend to be very serious. Yes. You know, and I do have one of my sales agents. She is, she's just really funny and really quirky. And like one day I was just sitting in here and we have these little plastic balls and all of a sudden they were all ganging up on me, throwing balls at me. I would die in the middle of the day, you know, and it's like, some people might get mad at that and I probably should have, but it was like, okay, guys, this is not that, you know? And then all of a sudden I just started whamming them back to them. Took two minutes of our day just to breathe. Yeah. And then we were done and we were back to work. So... When the agencies are performing a writing just by themselves as a newbie, a hundred thousand, I appreciate that. And I ask, you have to, you know, sometimes I don't take a lunch and you got to find a way to keep people in this competitive market. Yeah. You know, the workforce environment. And one of them is, I think, the value and making it, you know, a, a fun place to be. But you got to be serious. 
Yeah. And you got to find a way to keep that implemented to keep your goals going. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think it comes through in there in the the way that they treat the clients too. Because they're happier in their job. They're happier. They they create a certain joy and then when they're on the phone if they enjoy where they work, right? It's part I process. It trickles down. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Cast certified. Yes, it absolutely does. And we've never had anybody complain about our office, and that's wonderful. All of our Google reviews are really great, and they're always saying they're so fun and they're so friendly. It's not it's not always about, oh, they lowered my rate, because there's been many times we have it, yep. you know, but they've came to us because they feel comfort. They feel like we they can trust us, and we treat them like, you know, the human. They're not just that number that they called online. Right. Um, yeah. By posting a lot of that online, um, on Facebook and so forth. Do y'all have a good following on Facebook? Like people, like clients that are involved with y'all? Because I know that a lot of insurance agents, there's always the conversation about does social media marketing really work, right? The difference between branding versus, you know, ROI, lead generation, that kind of thing. Um, How are y'all seeing taking your culture from your agency really being able to create that environment of team, of fun, of getting out into your community and all that? And marketing too on your socials, how has that kind of brought you and your clients closer? A lot. So before Bethany got here, I probably would see maybe four or five likes, you know, because I'm not good at it. Not my cup of tea. Right. Um, I might have had 150 followings. She has actually been with us since October. And I had the last increase that I seen on our report was 450%. Wow. Increase. Yeah. Wow. Now we do also giveaways on there okay. where like our birthday month was in March. And I started this the very first year where we do happy birthday month. We decorate the office, uh-huh. the hats on. We sing happy birthday to Brady insurance to get it started. Then we take a cup for every day where we do a drawing and I put money in those cups. And if they like and share it, then they get their name in a drawing and we have thousands of names in there. And then they can come in and they can grab a cup and they keep the money in the cup. And so that's been, so we don't do any other marketing in March, but that, because, you know, money's, that's a lot of money, but it is, but they love it. So when we had National Car Week, we gave away on Facebook a car wash and a, a, a car detail and a big bucket of, I mean, basket of bunch of stuff for your car. But I will say she has also tagged um, in Facebook. We also have been doing TikTok, um, okay. funny and serious TikToks. Okay. Um, and we have been doing more with TikTok. Facebook, LinkedIn. I know I'm missing one. Which one am I missing? Facebook, Instagram. 
Instagram. Yes. And we're really trying to get the TikTok moving. So, because uh, that's the last thing that we kind of started. And, but it is, we're linking it over to Facebook. But I will say, uh, we've also increased productivity through Google and Facebook when we ask where they heard our name, probably about 30%. So I, I it probably is, is, and I'm looking and to just kind of give you an idea, it's just not the younger generation. Okay. So I'm seeing 40 and 50 year olds also looking at Facebook. And then I'm seeing a lot. This is something to keep in mind. Your customers start seeing that on Facebook. Then when somebody says, hey, I'm tired of my agent, where do I need to go? I am finding we are tagged in that more than any other agency in our area. Nice. So I that, that Facebook presence is huge. And then I have the girls watching Facebook. And if they see it, we all tag it too so that they, they know we're watching and that we understand their needs. So it's, yeah. So Facebook to me, it ha- I mean, the social media part has been really good. So do y'all also use that content like for emails or what about people who are not on the socials, right? Like um, how are you keeping up relationship with clients who are not maybe on social media? Pretty, uh, that's a good, um, that's something else that we started. We are, we have started educating people also through email. And text messaging. If they give us permission to do the text messaging, um, we write little articles or find Bethany's really great. She's also an English major. Um, (laughs) We write articles and do blast emails like right now. People are saying, why why is my premium going up? So we've done some educated, short but sweet education on what could cause your premium to go up. Now, don't don't write a book because they're not going to read it. But if you put something flashy on there and bring their, you know, a little car driving by or something and say, what's causing, you know, my rate to go up and you see it hitting something, that'll entice them to look at it. And that's one of the biggest ways that we keep in contact with them is email, text messaging. We also do a small postcard every now and then. Mailing is kind of, you know, it could be up or down. So we don't put a lot of money into it, but once again, you want to hit all bases, right? Every base. I do like postcards because people don't have to open it, right? Yeah. So therefore, they can just kind of they can automatically see, oh, it's Brady Insurance, right? Or you know, whenever they don't have to like open it, and they don't have to go, oh my gosh, is this a bill, right? Like, no, it's yes, postcard, right? I don't like sending things that look like a bill, you know. Right. People don't like opening things, or they'll put it off, or. You know, they'll throw it away if they don't know what it is or whatever. But a postcard, it's right there. You know, it is. Both rentals. People sometimes save them. They save them. Okay, and I'm a prime example of that. How I become an independent agent, I was getting, you know, I didn't want to be captive. I knew it. But I had gotten a solicitation piece from a carrier asking if I wanted to be appointed with them. Okay, I set that down, didn't think anything of it. I set it down on my counter. And then by the time I was getting more and more frustrated and knew I wanted to get out, I made that phone call two months later because I left that postcard out. Because something in my head said, you might need that in the future. And you did. And I did. Same thing with a postcard for auto and home or life insurance or anything like that. They may, their renewal might be not coming up or they may not have a question right now. But if they see that, they may lay that down and look at it again. 
Yeah. Postcards are the best. Short and sweet. Yeah. Powerful. Absolutely. Yeah. And they're not lots of mail either. Like, financially, no. they're not the horrible. I mean, they're not that, you know, 19 cents they used to be. But, you know, it is a nice little threshold of entry, low threshold of entry type of way to be able to stay in touch with your client. Yep. And once again, educate them. Don't always send out advertising. Send out something fun to them that you may know that they're interested in or somebody might be interested in. Once again, know your environment. Know, you know, know your community. What What's exciting to them out there? What's coming up? Partner with other businesses. That's huge. Mm. I'll tell you a prime example of what we're doing this year. It might be kind of weird, but I, I'm so excited about this. So I did a trampoline park. Okay. And he was complaining that June and July are horrible months. It's summer. Kids don't want to come out and go jump in inside. And I have a teenage daughter. We're getting ready to go to the Taylor Swift in June. They're her concert. So I said, hey, Shannon, would you be interested in letting me help co-sponsor a Taylor Swift night at your at your park? He goes, oh, my gosh, that's a great idea. So do you have some big TVs to put the music on, show videos? We'll open it up to the teens. He did say he had trouble getting teens in. And I said, we'll put the teachers together for Swifty night. You open it up. You, you know, they'll pay to come in and jump. We'll, we'll give out t-shirts and it'll be a great night. And he was ecstatic. Matter of fact, referred me over to other theme parks. So, you know, just partner with people. Just partner with the businesses to make something happen for them. Mm-hmm. And not, don't make it about you. Make it about them. Yeah. You said you had trouble with this. I have a great idea. I love that. I took I it to that. the teenagers and they were like, heck, yeah, I'll go there. You know? So... And I know you said earlier, too, you really get your team out and about into the community. How are you doing that? Because I know that, like, as we're working all day long, we're on a computer, sitting at a desk, we're sitting in a chair. How do you get your team out and about in the community? Like, what type of activities? What are you? What are they doing? Do they bring activities and, and ways to partner with the community to the table? How do you get them involved in the community outside of their desk, you know, because... Oh. We are yeah. we're such we're such sit at a computer kind of an industry. We really are. So they well, they gotta be willing to do some stuff after hours too. But our chamber has a young professionals group. So they take turns going to the young professionals group if it's during the day at lunch, if it's an evening event, like they're getting ready to do puzzles at pints, they all go. And I love for them all to go because that just gives a a bigger presence that, hey, we're all here for you. Um, that's the one thing. So we do a lot with the chamber, like the chamber outings. Um, we do a lot of networking. So there's several networking um, luncheons that are um, that we attend. One of them is a medical for the life and health. Okay. Um, then we have one that is business driven. Um, and basically around just businesses, helping businesses. And then we have one that's more of a network of a community involvement. So we all share and going to this. We have a fundraiser coming up in May called the Chocolate Celebration. And we partnered with a bakery to bake the chocolates. And we are doing the booth. And two of them are going to go do that. Um, And then during the golf outing in June, all of us are going to be out there. One's working the booth. One's going to be writing, giving out water. Um, you know, and we take turns 
There's a strawberry festival that we take turns. We just tag team and go out um, so that they can help it that way. We also do seminars at the schools. We also do seminars at nursing homes for the parent. I mean, for the um, the children of the people that are in there, just kind of talking about different ways to help. Um, we also do our own, like I mentioned, we go out and do COI gifts. Everybody's involved in that. So if we have 10 real estate agents and 10 lenders, we just, and there's five of us that can get out this month, we divide those up and we go. And we don't just do our area. We also go out of town because we get a lot of referrals from some of the lenders out of town. Right. So sometimes that's a big issue. But um, but yeah, everybody gets to do that. That way they can put a faith. Because the other thing we have to remember is they are trusting us to make them look good. We have to make them look good. Yeah. So when they get down to closing and something goes wrong or we don't have that insurance deck page to them or the binder, yep. we're not, or out two days later or a week later, there's a fire and we're not covering something and they call in or they don't get a good vibe or they don't have a face. I mean, that's our job and that's yeah. what we tell them. What yeah. can we do better for you? What are we, and we ask them, what can we do better? Is, are, is everything going okay? Do you need this? You know, do you need something else from us? And um, they know that they usually have things within 24 hours. So, yeah, that's how I keep them involved. They love doing that. The home shows, they love doing that home show because we make it fun. Yeah. We do a lot of walks, fundraising walks. We had a, a really sad situation in Kokomo where one of our most influential loan officer was murdered by her husband. Oh, no. So we are very active. She was a very big supporter of me. We stay very active in that. And we're in that 5K walk. We sponsor it. We even provide the insurance for it. I mean, we it is it is huge. And that's a huge fundraiser that the community does. It's just not like a handful of people. That whole community, because this was such a big deal, and it opened up to domestic violence. That you know, So we do a lot. We do the cancer walk. Everything that we can touch a life and help, we try to do that. Yeah. 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 I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love what you said, too, about being that, I mean, I'm just hearing the word proactive all over the place. Yes, that's my big word. And you're with your community, you're with your team, you're with your, you know, your different elements of that to be able to do that. So how do you get your team to work with you to be able to give ideas for things to be able to do? Are they pretty open with, I mean, I'm sure that once they come in, they feel very welcomed to be able to jump in there and give ideas about other ideas that they think are important maybe to them charities different events going on in the community that y'all can go ahead and participate are they pretty active in choosing what y'all very very active you know i have a i have an animal lover on my team so we make sure we help support that you know the domestic violence is very near and dear to us we stay active in that they when i interview that's part of my interviewing process Okay, so they know that they have to be involved. They have to go out in the community. But yet, I also, in my interview, asked them what ideas have they ever brought to the table that their previous employer or their current employer has been able to utilize because okay. that's important. And then when we have our meetings, uh, we have a service meeting, we have a sales meeting, marketing meeting. We go through, does anybody have any ideas? Did you see something on Facebook? 
um, any invites, anything that we need to know about that would be helpful for us to give back. Yeah. Yeah. And so they do. It starts with the interview. And we talk a lot about that in the interview. Yeah. Yeah. Because you got to hire the right people for the right culture yeah. agency. I right. totally get that. I totally get that. That is awesome. Yeah. Lisa, you have been amazing. And I know that this is information that everybody out there can take either to a business owner or who is a business owner. Maybe if they want to be able to implement these ideas into their agency, these are things that really help to be able to build that culture. And uh -huh. like I said, it starts from the top and it trickles all the way down into your clients, the, the culture of your agency does. And so I think you're doing a great job. I, I'm very excited about the things that y'all are doing. Well, thank you. I, I just encourage, like you said, as business owners, we get so many hats on and we're so vision tunneled. Just stay available for them to come to you. If they're comfortable coming to you with ideas, um, even if it's not a good one, you know, I'm like, I'll write that down. Let's let's look at that again. Yeah. Um, you know, but that's the important thing. If they know that they can come to you, no matter how busy I am, they they will come and they will give you ideas, even if it's about a process in your office. They will say, this is not working. And that's the other thing that I always say. When I put these processes together, we're going to revisit them because I'm not working on you are. And I need your feedback. Yeah. I need to know if it's working. Um, and they've always been very open with, I give them my expectations. And then I, then I always say, I'm an open book. You can come and talk to me about anything and then we'll figure out what it is. So, so if it's a complaint, if it's, oh, I have this wonderful idea and they are very open and very creative when you allow them to be, you know, they have a lot of great ideas. We're not smart enough to think of everything. No, <laughs> and, you know, I don't have enough mental space to think of everything. I don't know. I was telling somebody the other day, I just, I feel like my hard drive needs to be fried. Like I've got little bits and pieces of openness and tons of data everywhere. And I don't know where it is and right. I pull it out and I can't access it. And then I miss things. You know, we need, we need a team. We need to be able to be a team. We need to act like a team. We need to encourage our team and we need to listen to our team because we cannot do everything. They're on the front lines. They hear it all. They swear I have, you know, ears everywhere, but I really don't. But yeah, they, they'll give you what you need. If you value them and trust them, they're going to value and trust you. Love it. Yeah. Lisa, people want to reach out to you and connect with you a little bit more. How can they do that? Oh, I would love to talk to them and give them some ideas of what's worked for us and what's not worked for us. They can reach me by email. It is Lisa, L-I-S-A, B as in Brady, at Brady, B-R-A-D-Y insurance well ins.group so brady insurance.group i think i said that right <laughs> lisa b at ins.group nice perfect all right well thank you for having me it was fun well you know what this is great and i think this is such a, a really important conversation like i said whether or not we're team members or whether or not we, we lead a team we need to make sure we're always bringing our a-game always yeah. for the people that we employ the people that we are next to sitting next to we want to make sure we're part of a quality healthy community and i love i love that you're, that you're doing that with your team so thank yes. you thank you thanks a lot Teresa. all right well everybody this has been lisa brady with brady insurance 
And uh, please reach out after if you have any questions. And I would love to be able to connect with you as well. Make sure you check us out on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, make sure that you also check us out on Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, anywhere that you listen to your favorite podcast. We do have another amazing woman every single Wednesday. So check out the podcast at Power Women and in Insurance. Again, my name is Teresa Kitchens. And until next week, have a lovely week. Awesome. Thank you.